Tonight I attended the North Andrew Jamboree. Uh, Pattonsburg from the GRC was also there, including DeKalb and Platte Valley. The first quarter was North Andrew versus Pattonsburg. North Andrew started off with their 12 plays on offense. They had uh, Linville with a 25-yard pass to Lawrence uh, for a touchdown on their third play. And then Ecker later uh, on the uh, ninth play, I believe, uh, had a one-yard run right after Goff uh, brought him to the six-yard line with a 30-yard run and Linville to the one-yard line on a five-yard run. Pattonsburg countered uh, with a 40-yard run from Lankfit. Uh, he was almost tackled in the backfield, and he cut back and then uh, scampered down the uh, down for 40 yards on the run. Pattonsburg did have moved pretty well on offense uh, during the uh, the time against North Andrew. Uh, North Andrew did mix the uh, run and pass a little bit uh, during this. They actually had five. Uh, passes, uh, seven runs uh, during the uh, time, a mix of uh, Linville and uh, and then Patterson, uh, the backup quarterback on the JV team. He had four, um, he had four pass or four uh, possessions, uh, three passes in in that. Uh, Linville went uh, forty nine yards in the air. Uh, Patterson went twenty twenty eight yards in the air. Uh, Ecker had 38 yards rushing. Goff had 37 yards rushing. For Pattonsburg, Iddings had 52 yards passing, 6 for 9. Pattonsburg is definitely a passing team. Uh, They have no wide receivers, excuse me, no running backs listed on their roster at all. But with that being said, their lone touchdown was a 40-yard run, which was the longest run of the the quarter. Uh, It was not the longest run but it was the longest official run ecker actually started off the the uh, uh quarter for uh north andrew with a 60 yard run but it was called back uh, by a penalty so officially langford's was the longest run for 40 yards um then uh after that i did catch up with uh pattensburg head coach uh brandon burkhead brandon burkhead is the first year head coach for pattensburg I'm here with Coach Brandon Burkhead of Pattonsburg. He's the new football coach. Uh, coach, uh, how's the camp going so far this year? Camp went good. We had a lot of people show up that I wasn't expecting, so that was a surprise. It was a good surprise, but I'm happy with where we're at now. No uh, that's good. Uh, I noticed uh, on your roster you had no running backs. Is that by design? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret. We don't have, we don't have the size. I mean, 16. we've got some big kids, but they're inexperienced, exactly. so... Yeah, we don't have any running backs right now. Okay. So uh, right now I've only seen one round. I'm, I'm talking to Coach uh, uh, after his uh, first uh, sequence against North Andrew. Uh, what did you see from your guys uh, that you liked? I liked the offense. The intensity was there. We had we had some explosive plays. Um, we've got a little bit of work to do with our blocks and stuff because this offense, I mean, if they don't, if they miss their block, it gets blown up, and you've seen that. So we've got a little bit of work to do offensively, but. I liked overall. I like this out there today. So yeah, Brody Langford had a had a really good run where he yeah. cut back there to score on a forty yard touchdown. Uh, I've seen plays like that from him before. So uh, Brody talk, is a, yeah, talk about him a little bit. He is our he is our leader. He is he's one of the best athletes in the state. If you ask me, you can put that kid anywhere on the field and he will he'll shine. Um, as you've seen, he's wide receiver, but we put him in motion on a running play and he took it to the house. So right. I mean, obviously you can. 
He can put him anywhere and he's going to do what he has to do. Play, so. I'm looking for so Gage Eddings, he is replacing some pretty good quarterbacks that Pittsburgh's had in the past. Zane Reed uh, last year, obviously. Uh, you've had oh, some uh, all-state quarterbacks uh, in the past few years. Uh, what is uh, what is Gage's expectations this year? Honestly, Gage is probably one of the better leaders of the team. He knows football, and it was a no-brainer to put him back there. I mean, he played a little bit of quarterback his freshman year, so he knows everything that they've done in this offense. is It, it revolves around the quarterback, and he stepped up big time, so I've got all the faith in the world with him. So you open up uh, next week, I uh, believe, against LeBlond. Yep. Uh, what are your expectations uh, into next week and for the rest of the season? A uh, little bit of payback. They yeah. they had their way with us last year. Um, they're a great team, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think they lost Personal a couple good guys, the but they're getting some. They're bringing back some good guys, so it'll be a it'll be a dog fight. But I'm ready Takes for it. it I think the, the team's ready for it. Valley, first Our defense needs a little bit of work, as you saw out there tonight. Right. But, we're, we'll get there. I think we're ready for them. Well, I uh, thank you for the time, and I appreciate it, and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. After North Andrew and Pattonsburg played, I did not catch all of the uh, Platte Valley DeKalb because I was talking to uh, Coach Burkhead uh, during that time, but uh, they did end up in a 6-6 tie. I know Platte Valley did play a lot of their uh, JV during that time. Uh, but uh, they ended up in a 6-6 tie during that time. So in the third quarter, North Andrew played DeKalb. North Andrew chose to uh, play their JV uh, on all but the first four plays. Uh, DeKalb scored 12 points on them, but they were all on North Andrew's JV. North Andrew's JV struggled to uh, stop DeKalb uh, once they came in. And then North Andrew came uh, in on their offense. Their first three plays, they moved the ball down the field. Uh, they had uh, thir- or had 31 yards. Uh, Linville with a couple of runs and Atkins a 20-yard run. And then Linville had an incomplete pass, but uh, they played their JV the rest of the time. Patterson... Uh, did have a couple of uh, a couple of completions, uh, but he just wasn't able to um, to move the ball down. You know, against uh, DeCab, uh, he had ten yards, two for seven. Uh, he also got sacked once and had an interception. So they found it tough to to move with their JV, and and DeCab won that quarter, twelve nothing. But um, you know, obviously the the intent was not for North Andrew to to actually come out and defeat DeCab. It was to work on there and give their JV some playing time. So in the fourth quarter, it was Pattonsburg versus Platte Valley. Uh, Platte Valley came out. Uh, they they scored and they scored and they scored again. Uh, their last play was. Uh, uh, they had a long way to go. I don't remember the exact yardage, but um, it was uh, pretty much a, a Hail Mary situation. Well, but they decided to, to have a running play, and Pattonsburg could not tackle them. And, and so they uh, scored from uh, past half field, and they had 18 points uh, in their 12 plays. Uh, Pattonsburg, they came out and they were through. They threw every play. Iddings went 8 for 12 for 70 yards. He did have one TD pass to Gibson for 23 yards, uh, but uh, they weren't able to put anything else. Uh, he did complete his first uh, seven passes, uh, but his last four passes, he, uh, excuse me, last five passes, he only completed one, ended up 8 for 12 for 70 yards. As I said, Gibson had a 23-yard te- uh, reception for a touchdown. Coyne also had 29 yards receiving. 
Uh, Locker had 10 and Langford had eight for them. But Platte Valley came out ahead in the in their quarter against uh, Pattonsburg, 18 to six. And then Pattonsburg came right back out against a cab. Um, they continued to throw the ball. Uh, they did mix in a couple of runs here and there, but they continued to throw the ball. Uh, Innings had the first four possessions, and he did throw all four, uh, four, four passes, uh, four for four, 60 yards in four. So uh, Pattonsburg definitely was able to move the ball against a cab. From what I found is Pattonsburg, they're going to be able to move the ball, and they're going to be able to move the ball against a lot of teams this year. I mean, they did move the ball against Platte Valley. They moved the ball against North Andrew. Both are good defenses, and they moved the ball against a cab on their first four plays, 60 yards. So Pattonsburg is going to be a very high-quality team this year uh, from, um, uh, you know, from the back, uh, from the wide receiver positions and Eddings is also a very talented thrower. Uh, but then they brought in uh, Preston uh, for the, um, really the Preston and Preston show is what it was uh, for the last eight plays. Uh, it was um, a quarterback. It was Landon Preston and then wide receiver, Kyler Preston, um, Landon Preston, he went four for seven for 36 yards. 15 of those were to Kyler Preston, another 15 to, to Spiri. Uh, Kyler Preston had, uh, had a touchdown. Uh, it was a, was a short touchdown of two yards. Uh, but, uh, Preston, he was able to, to be somewhat effective. He did have a few incompletions, but, um, he was somewhat impressive, uh, for, uh, for the, uh, Pat, Pattsburgh Panthers and, and Pattsburgh ended up, uh, outscoring DeKalb 12 to 6 in that quarter. Um, for the last quarter, it was North Andrew versus Platte Valley. Um, Platte Valley and North Andrew, before the quarter, they played a game of rock, paper, scissors. Platte Valley uh, won the rock, paper, scissors and chose to play on defense. So North Andrew came out and they ran the ball and they ran the ball and they ran the ball. Um, they ran the ball 10 out of the 12 plays. They ran the ball 69 yards um, down the field, or actually 79 yards. I, I one off there. Um, they ran it 79 yards, or sorry, that's wrong. I'm, I'm remembering the, the length of the field for an eight man is uh, 80 yards, not um, not not 100 yards. They ran the ball 59 yards down the field. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting that right. Uh, 59 yards down the field. They started at the 20, ran it 59 yards down the field. Ended at the one-yard line. Braxton Linville was knocked out by the Platte Valley defender on their 12th play um, at the one-yard line. And so they were unable to score. Then, then Platte Valley came out on offense. They were able to move the ball down, but they had a fork down. And so uh, they did not convert. And then they had to move all the way back. And then they came back down. And then they got to the 20-yard line, had two plays left. And North Andrews sacked him on the last two plays and they didn't even get any closer than the 20-yard line. Uh, ended up in a 0-0 tie for their uh, for the sixth quarter between North Andrew and Platte Valley. North Andrew, um, they're definitely going to be a running team. Uh, they will probably mix some passes in against weaker teams. Uh, they're going to have to definitely work on uh, passing against some of the better defenses like Platte Valley. Uh, ones they're probably going to see like Stanberry and Worth County this year. Uh, we'll see a lot more with, uh, with North Andrew next next week against King City. King City has had some good defensive uh, teams in the past, and so we'll see how they are able to uh, pass the ball. But they definitely will be able to run the ball. They are very good in the trenches. Um, they have a very good defensive line. 
they were able to uh, stop Platte Valley. Uh, their, their line really held up against them, and Platte Valley was not able to, to move the ball effectively against them. So I see North Andrew right now as being a team that is definitely going to win games in the trenches. They're going to win it with their offensive line and their defensive line. Uh, but it's it's going to be uh, one where they're going to have to definitely work on a passing game if they're going to beat some of the better teams this year. I was able to catch up with uh, North Andrew uh, head coach Dwayne Williams after the game. Okay, I'm here with Coach Dwayne Williams of North Andrew. He just finished the Jamboree today. Uh, coach, uh, tonight uh, you had some uh, really good plays, uh, have some things to work on. First start with uh, what uh, really impressed you by the team tonight. Well, for us, uh, you know, up front, everything stops and starts with us on on the offensive line. And I really felt like offensive line-wise, because you don't get the looks you need in practice, Mm -hmm. because we we got freshmen. We got seniors going against freshmen. So I was real impressed with the way we did that, finished our blocks and and stayed on our blocks and all that kind of stuff, especially at the end against Platte Valley, who we know was one of the the best teams in the state. And I felt like we did a great job up front with those. And, And that was our main focus tonight, was to make sure we were good up front like we thought we'd be. And what what do you feel like you need to work on? I know you still have to go and watch film, but just oh, from tackling. your first observations. Tackling and then tackling after that, and then probably some tackling. Okay. And so <laughs> and we've changed our approach to tackling a little bit. Uh, we've been in the past a physical team to tackle. You know, we chest them up old school, 1970s. Right. And uh, I felt like over the course of a season, we maybe created some injuries for ourselves doing that. And right. so we've changed our tackling style to, to a little more NFL style, tackle the hip you know, a rugby style, if you will. And so uh, we're still working on that, right. as, we, as you can see. And so, but, but, but we got better as the night went on. Because that's also something you can't do live. Right, And yes. so you kind of have to learn it out here at live action. I noticed in the, uh, in the Platte Valley uh, quarter, uh, you concentrated a little bit more on the running game. Was that intentional? It was because we wanted to get our offensive line some work. And, and, and nothing against Pattonsburg. We didn't know what they were bringing or right. new coach, what kind of scheme they were going to run. And, 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 and DCAB with their numbers are struggling, we know. And so we knew Platte Valley was good, and we knew what they were going to line up in. And so that gave our guys a chance to really work on run steps and staying on your blocks and all those things. So that was our focus, yeah. So next week you have uh, King City. Uh, last year, King City game didn't go so well. Uh, they have a couple of key players that have graduated, but they have a load of seniors this year. Uh, what are you working on for next week against King City? Well, with them, you know, with Coach Breckenridge, you're going to get double tight eye. You're going to get some wing tee. You're going to get some gun spread. Uh, you're going to get a little bit of everything. You're going to get jet sweep. You're going to get toss sweep because he's he's multiple, and especially with Ty Mooney and, and the Moss boys up front. They're really good. And so what we've got to do is make sure we're lined up right, read our keys right, because we're going to see it all. I really think we're going to see everything. So the expectations are pretty high this year. I know last year uh, there were some disappointments, but you had a lot of injuries. Uh, and so things didn't go as probably the way that most North Andrew fans would like it to go, but expectations are a lot higher this year. Um, are the players uh, really excited about this year, especially being more healthy? You know, absolutely. And, and part of that is in, in due to the work that they've done. Uh, we had a little bit of issue last summer uh, getting guys to show up left in the summer, and we'd come off losing a state title game. And I, I do feel like there was a little bit of entitlement right. around here. And, and so guys didn't show up like they should, and we didn't do the work that we should. And so then that's when the injuries start piling up right. and those kinds of things. And so we, we, we refocused on it, coaches and players. And we've been lifting even during basketball, which has never been done right. here. And so we started lifting during basketball, and all that's paid off this summer. We're bigger, we're stronger, we're faster, we're healthier. And you can overcome some injuries when you've got a, a base to work from from lifting all summer. So that, that's been our thing is to 
show up and do the work, and, and I really feel like our guys have done that, and it showed tonight. We, we, we played good most of the night. So. Well, looking forward to your season. I'm excited to see what you can do this season and following you the uh, entire way and hope you can go far this year. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate everything you do for the GRC. It's awesome. All right, thank you. You bet. Good. So thank you to uh, Coach Williams for the uh, interview. So after the uh, North Andrew Jamboree, I headed home. Uh, I live in St. Joe. So I drove by uh, Lion Field or Christian Field at St. Joseph Christian School and uh, looked at the scoreboard and they were in the fifth quarter. The, their jamboree started an hour later than North Andrews. So I decided to stop by and uh, catch some more football. Uh, in the fifth quarter, it was uh, Stewartsville Osborne playing College Heights. They were towards the end of the fifth quarter and Stewartsville Osborne uh, defeated them in the fifth quarter, 30 to 18. Uh, so in the sixth quarter, uh, St. Joe Christian, the uh, host of the Jamboree, was playing uh, Kansas City East Christian Lions. And um, if you uh, follow eight-man football, follow uh, what's been going on in eight-man football, you will know that St. Joseph Christian Lions, um, they made the attempt to move to 11-man with a uh, co-op with Northland Christian a few years ago, um, they had that for two years. Unfortunately, it was not successful. They did not win any games. And then they moved back to eight-man last year, and they were also winless last year. So they're coming into the season with a 25-game losing streak. Um, they did have a official win with Northland Christian in a, in a forfeit in the playoffs last year, but they've lost their last 25 games on the field, unfortunately, for them. Um, and so they haven't tasted victory on the field for a long time. Um, and so they were playing this sixth quarter uh, against Casey East Christian. I did talk to uh, one of the St. Joe Christian fans about the other uh, two quarters they played against Stewartsville Osborne and College Heights Christian, and they did not win those quarters, at least to his knowledge. Um, so they were um, really looking for a small victory uh, in their final quarter. And uh, Casey East got the ball first. Uh, they did drive down the field. It looked like they were about ready to score. And St. Joe Christian was able to stop them. And so they had to go back out and start on offense again. Um, they got back down again, and then St. Joe Christian stopped them. So St. Joe Christian had a couple of goal line stands, and Casey East was not able to uh, put it in the end zone. And so they were held scoreless. And then St. Joe Christian came out. And they were able to put it in the end zone, and they were able to put it in the end zone two more times, and they scored 18 points, and they came away with a victory in their sixth quarter against KC East Lions. As I said, it's not a official victory. It's a, it's a jamboree victory, a preseason victory, but it's the first time that the Lions have been actually able to taste victory on a field uh, in four seasons. And so it's a small victory for the Lions. It, it's a good feeling that the kids have. Uh, going into next se next week, um, they will be going to Stanbury. That's going to be a tough game. Uh, you know, it's not likely for them to come out there. But I think this is a sign that St. Joe Christian might be able to end this losing streak sometime this season. So I will be coming back to St. Joe Christian tomorrow. Uh, they will be having their volleyball jamboree against uh, West Platte and East Buchanan. Uh, I know volleyball is not an official sport within the GRC, but uh, the GRC uh, schools, there are four GRC schools that do have volleyball. And so um, this year I am going to try to do a little bit more coverage of volleyball uh, with uh, St. Joe Christian, Maysville, South Harrison, and Trenton, the four schools that do have volleyball this year. Um, and then uh, next week I will be going to Stanbury 
uh, to the uh, softball jamboree on Tuesday evening, and Stanbury and Albany will be at those uh, at that softball jamboree. And I will be attempting to get some uh, coaches' interviews uh, from the GRC coaches at both of those uh, jamborees. Also next week, um, I will be uh, doing a two preseason football preview shows. Uh, one will be uh, with uh, Devin Albertson from Missouri Eight Man Football, and obviously we'll be previewing the eight man side of the GRC for that show. And then the second one will be with Chris Ward of uh, KKWK 101 uh, 100.1 FM out of Cameron, and we will be previewing the 11 man side of the GRC for that show. And then next Friday, I will be back at North Andrew for the King City North Andrew game. Last year, as we talked to Coach Williams about, King City defeated North Andrew. North Andrew had a lot of injuries, and so they're healthy. King City lost a couple of seniors that were very pivotal in Landon Wells and Parker Muff, uh, but they return a lot of seniors this year. So I'm looking forward to that game and looking forward to uh, seeing uh, the Wildcats and the Cardinals play next week at North Andrew. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the coverage that we had. And we look forward to the upcoming uh, podcast over the next week. Thank you and have a good night.